is only God that can do his work. And we celebrate the God who is doing his work. And in the brevity of the time that I have, I'm sharing this morning on what I've titled the covenant keeper. I want you to help me look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, God is a covenant keeper. Say to somebody else, say, God is a covenant keeper. Glory be to God. Join me in your Bibles in Nehemiah chapter 2 and verse number 18. Nehemiah chapter 2 and verse number 18. I read from the NIV, New International Version of the Scriptures. Jeremiah, I mean, sorry, Nehemiah chapter 2 and verse number 18. Nehemiah here recounting his, his experience and how, though he was yet in exile or captivity, he uh, remembered his place of birth. It's like remembering the kingdom of God and the essence of the kingdom and your calling in the kingdom and living up to the essence of your calling. So Nehemiah said, I, I saw that the, the gates of Jerusalem have been, re, re, of the walls of Jerusalem have, have, has been removed. The wall has crumbled and I cannot stay here. So he went and met with the king, got favor with the king, and then the king gave him the authority to go and rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Ladies and gentlemen, our nation needs us at this period in time to rebuild the broken walls of Nigeria. And that's why the Elevation Church exists. And for us to do that effectively, we must be aware of what we have. We must be aware of what we carry. Let's read it together. Nehemiah chapter 2 and verse number 18. He said, I also told them about the gracious hand of my God upon me and what the king said to me. They replied, let us start rebuilding. So they began this good work. Elevation Church, it's time to build and rebuild. And I'm not talking about buildings. I'm talking about a nation. I'm talking about a people. I'm talking about families. I'm talking about lives. I'm talking about businesses that will change the face of our world. I'm talking about callings. I'm talking about careers. I'm talking about the younger generation. But Nehemiah said something here. He said, what made the difference was the fact that I reckoned with the gracious hand of God that is upon me. Listen, gentlemen, if you're being a part of this church, and even if you're new here today, God brought you into this place for a purpose. It's such that you'll be able to partake of the gracious hand of God that is upon us. Because the gracious hand of God is here. I cannot hear your amen. I said, the gracious hand of God is here. Amen. Say, believe in amen. amen. Somebody may be asking the question, how did we get here? That's just what I want to share briefly, and then I'm going to pronounce blessings. How did we get here? How did we get here? I say it's grace and the hand of God that is upon us. But I love to break it down a little. In John chapter 15, when you read verse 5, the Bible says, Jesus speaking, I am divine and you are the branches. And it says, 
that without me, you can do nothing. I am the vine and you are the branches. And the branches, the branch is what bears fruit. If you look at a tree very well, you don't pluck tree from the stem or the root. You pluck, sorry, you pluck fruit from the branches. Am I saying the truth? Our lives will only show the essence of Christ when there are tangible fruits that are coming out of our lives that we can really say that God is using us the way he alone has proposed to use us. So as a church, we're stepping into a new season. It's a new beginning for us. Yeah, it's a new beginning for us. The month of January, my pastor will be here, you know, to speak a blessing over this house and speak a blessing over this new facility. But I want you to know that from this moment, we are stepping into a new season altogether. And in this new season, you must be aware of certain things. God has also spoken to me about the blessings of this new season, and that's what I'm going to be pronouncing today. But before I go into all that, I wanted to know that one of the things that, have, that brought us here the last five years, I'm going to mention a few things. But one is that we made it a priority to walk in covenant with God. If God has called you to do anything, if God has placed anything in your hand, whether it's a business, it's a career, a family, whatever it is. As a believer, you have to make it a point of duty to deliberately walk with God in a covenant. The word covenant is the same word that we call contract. It's just that in the scriptures, we use the word covenant, it's a higher grade of it. You know, in Nigeria, we're used to different grades of things. Even when you buy Tokumbo, they tell you this is grade A and this is grade B. So I'm telling you, this is not Tokumbo, but this is grade A. When it comes to agreement between two people, the covenant is the highest form of agreement that two people can come, you know, into. So it's a contract. God does not like casual relationships. He always, is always seeking a people that will walk in covenant with him. And from the inception of this church, we've made it a point of duty to walk in covenant with God. So if you're here this morning, and you're asking a question, what's happening around here? What's happening in my church? How come there's a massive deposit of grace in this place? I can tell you boldly, it has nothing to do with me. It's nothing to do with all the pastors. It's just the gracious hand of God that is upon us. One of the things we've done, I can say, that we have done deliberately is to walk in covenant with God. And when you're walking in covenant with God, one thing is certain. All that belongs to him belongs to you. And all that belongs to you, everything that you have, must also belong to him. That's covenant. That's agreement. So we are stewards. We are not owners. 
When you are in a covenant, because somebody owns what you have, then you become a steward. Not an owner. So this church walks with God deliberately. We don't relate with him casually. We ask him questions. He gives us direction. This church is a tithing church because that's a huge part of the covenant. How you manage your resources. As a church, we tithe. There are many missionaries, many churches, many organizations, NGOs that are doing good, that are holding to the tales of this church for survival. And not just in this nation, but even across the nations of the world. I tell you the truth. Before God this morning, God has found us faithful. I cannot hear your amen. I said God has found us faithful. Lives that have been touched, lives that have been blessed. He's found us a faithful steward of his resources. And I can say that with a sense of boldness. Why? Because that's, that's, the, that's the, the, the truth. If you walk with God in a covenant, you can never be stranded. Many people are playing games with God. Many people are paying lip service to their Christianity. Especially in this new generation. It's so tempting to be casual with God. So that you can be politically correct. But I want you to know this morning. It's either he is Lord of all or not Lord at all. If it is God, let's serve him. And let's walk in a covenant with him. God does not want to be a co-pilot in your life. He wants to be the chief pilot. Are you still with me today? I said, are you still with me? I want somebody to leave this service this morning with renewed hunger for God in your heart. Renewed relationship with God. Because God does not like casual relationship. It's either he's Lord of all or not Lord at all. And if you are here this morning and it's not Lord of all in your life, you need to make him the Lord of all. Yeah. You need to make him the Lord of all. Secondly, we have walked in the recognition of the grace of God that is available. Knowing for a fact that you carry grace is very essential if you will walk in the fullness of the things that God has proposed for you. So I want somebody to leave this place this morning. You say to yourself and say to anyone that has an hair to hair, I carry grace. Are you still here with me this morning? Yeah. Can you hear me tell your neighbor, look at your neighbor very well, say I, I, I. I carry grace. Look at your neighbor for me. Say, there's a deposit of grace upon my life. Say it again. Say, there's a deposit of grace upon my life. Listen, gentlemen, I want you to know there's a deposit of grace upon this church. You can't be here and be disgraced. You can't be here and lack grace. 
You know, Pastor Emmanuel was saying, opening the, the first service this morning, that you can't be a passenger in, a, in an aircraft that is at 35,000 miles above sea level, and then you will be where? Where else will you be? You are also 35,000 feet above sea level. Am I saying the truth? Yeah. If it's 35,000 feet above sea level, that's where you are. If you're a passenger in the plane, you can't be walking on the road when the aircraft So you can't be here and the grace will not find expression. That's why you must walk in covenant with God. All this one, you're playing games with God, dodging God. Today you're hot, tomorrow you're cold. You pay your tithe when you feel good. When you don't feel like it, you don't feel like it. But when the pressure is much, you don't feel like it. When you treat God casually, you will treat you casually. Say, draw near unto God, and He will draw near unto you. Glory be to Jesus. Say, glory be to Jesus. Thirdly, this morning. One other thing that has brought us to this place. And I can go on and on, but I'm going to stop on this third one. Is the management tool that is called planning. 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 Planning does not negate faith. You know what planning does? It helps us to dimension our faith and it provides a structure and room for the expression of grace. That's what planning does. It helps to dimension our faith. You can't afford to walk into 2016 aimlessly. Yeah. And be a part of a church like this. No. There's a need to plan and put certain things in perspective. Because when we write things down, it dimensions our faith and scopes the expression of grace. That's what it does. From the inception of this church, we write down things that God has spoken to us. Just like Nehemiah said in Nehemiah chapter 2 there. He said the things that the king has spoken to me. We write down things. And then we plan based on that. We project based on that. If you run a small business here, you run a big business here, you, 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 whatever you're running, you, 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 you have to be like your church. That's what I'm saying. You need to allow grace to find expression based on what you're seeing, what you're capturing, and what you're venturing into. You know the truth? I've said it over and over again. That Kesera Serah is not scriptural. For we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to his purpose. We don't believe in what will be, will be. The steps of a good man, they are ordered by God. Somebody say with me today. So we are deliberate in walking with God to ask him questions. God, what is, what is next? And then we capture that. So this church was five in October. And I can say boldly that I 
cannot remember anything that was captured in our five-year plan that is still hanging. CJ, you need to nod because you are the custodian of it. Am I saying the truth? Yeah. Because I was looking in his direction so that, because I'm trying to remember if there's anything at all. I cannot remember anything. But God has spoken to us and we have captured. See, in our five year plan, we said in the second year of this church, we need to look for a landed property. Minimum 10,000 square meters. Because our growth projection, and based on the things God has spoken to us, that's what we will need. So early 2013, we set out. By faith. Because we didn't have any money that looked like it. And by December of 2013, we signed a contract, an agreement on this property. It's not 10, it's 17,000 square meters. And that excludes the car park and um, all the adjoining elevation drive and all the places that has been deputed to us by heaven Because the Bible says, wherever the soul of your feet shall tread upon, you shall possess. Praise God. And like joke, like joke. Because God will always work with us when we are planned according to his will. Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name. When it's in his name, and in his we, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk upright. And to walk uprightly means to walk with him. Somebody stay with me today. I said, are you still with me today? And everything unfolded, unfolded, unfolded. So December of 2013, boom. We're able to mobilize 50% of the money. Boom. Give us 12 months, 11 months, boom. 100% paid. And here we are today. And many more things are still happening around here. Because what God showed us about this place is not complete. And he reveals so that he can manifest. Because he has revealed to us, he's going to manifest. I said he's going to manifest. In the precious name of Jesus. As we go towards 2016... Lay hold on God and ask him for what is ahead. Pray true, think true, and write things down. And, and, and have a plan. Don't stroll into 2016 anyhow. These are things that we have tried, we have tested, and it's working. Your faith will no longer fail. Amen. I said your faith will no longer fail. I cannot hear your believing. Amen. Amen. I said your faith will no longer fail. Amen. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. I said in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Amen.
So there are 10 blessings God has given me for this season. And it's told me to pronounce these blessings over this house today. These are the blessings of the new season. For this second service, I don't know what's happening, but the place is filled up. So I don't know where we'll go from here. I know the teenagers are in, so the, the, the center will be open next week, and um, perhaps when we take them out, we'll have more space. In Jesus' name. Yeah. <laughs> the ten blessings that God has put on my lips for this season, and I want to pronounce these blessings over everyone here today and everyone watching on the internet who is craving divine assistance, who is craving grace. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord, it makes one rich and had no sorrow. Are we ready this morning? I said, are we ready this morning? I want you to take any position that suits you. If you want to stand, stand. If you want to sit, sit. But make sure that these blessings resonate in your spirit. Glory be to Jesus. I said, glory be to Jesus. God has put a blessing on my lips this morning. And he has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. So I decree over this house today. On this first service at this new location. That as a church. And as individuals here this morning. We are engaging the blessing of fruitfulness. Yeah. Isaiah 54 from verse 1, it says, Sing, O barren, you who have not born, break forth into singing, and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. It says, enlarge the place of your tent. Get ready, that's what it means. And let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Learning your cord and strengthening your stakes. For you shall yet expand uh, to the right and to the left. And your descendants will inherit the nations. And make the desolate cities a habitat. He said, do not fear for you will not be ashamed. Neither be disgraced. Glory be to Jesus. So this morning I speak an end to every form of barrenness. And I declare, my God makes you fruitful. Fruitful in your body. Fruitful in your spirit. Fruitful in your job. Fruitful in your business. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Every measure of blessing manifesting in this church right now starts to find expression in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I command the blessing of fruitfulness in the name of the Lord Jesus. Secondly, this morning, I decree, according to Psalm 91, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in this season of pestilence, in this season of plagues, of attacks. I decree the blessing of divine protection over you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. A thousand will fall by your right, ten thousand by your left. With your eyes, you will see the reward of the wicked. But nothing shall by enemies hurt you. 
In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I decree this morning divine protection over you. When you fly in the air, the angels will be with you. When you go on the water, the angels will be with you. Or when you are on the road, the angels will be with you. When you are in the house, the angels will be with you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The hand of Jehovah covers you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody shout a believing amen. Number three, I declare the blessing of wisdom. You shall no longer be stranded. I said you shall no longer be stranded. By this blessing of wisdom, somebody receive divine direction. In 2016, you will know what to do. At the right time. In the name of Jesus, you shall be on time. I said you shall be on time. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and add no sorrow, I decree it over you this morning. The Bible says wisdom is a principal thing. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Somebody here, receive the blessing of God to understand your life. Receive the blessing of God to understand your future. You shall no longer be stranded. The Lord my God will order your steps. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Number four, I decree the blessing of uncommon favor. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the life of Esther, we saw that one night of favor is better than ten years of labor. Anyone here who has been toiling without results, because you are here on this holy day, where this place is being used for the first time, this place of faith, this place of favor, I decree over you today the blessing of uncommon favor. Doors are open to you in high places. You shall no longer be rejected. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the name of the Lord Jesus. Just like Esther experienced favor with the king. I decree today, my God is bringing you before kings. When you stand before them, they will oblige you. When you stand before them, your request shall be granted. In the name of the Lord Jesus, by favor today, inherit what everyone has reserved for you. It shall not be by labor only. It shall be by favor. Someone here, what God has in mind for you the next five years, it cannot come to you by labor because the labor of your hand may not be able to attract that size. That's why I declare over you today that it is coming to you by favor. I said it is coming to you by favor. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I decree number five today, the blessing of divine attraction. The Bible says God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you have sufficiency in all things and at all times may abound unto good works. I decree over you today. I decree over you today the blessing of divine attraction. 
Whatever resource is needful for the fulfillment of your destiny, wherever it may be on the face of the heart, if it's yet to be created as we pronounce this blessing today, it's going to be created. Whether it is man or material, I decree grace upon you for divine attraction. Whatever resource that has been credited to your account from heaven, I decree over you today. Receive grace to attract them. Receive grace to attract them. Receive grace to attract them. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Number six, I decree the blessing of increase. The blessing of increase. The Lord, my God, will increase you on all sides. Because of this blessing of increase, stagnation has come to an end. In the name of the Lord Jesus, your increase shall be multiplication. It shall be geometric progression. It's more than an addition. It's increase. It's explosion. As your church is exploding, your life will explode. Your business will explode. Your career will explode. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the name of the Lord Jesus. All around increase. Increase of joy. Increase all around you. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Number seven, I decree the blessing of persistence. Someone here, it is when you're supposed to push to the limits that you give up and then the blessing will cease. That shall no longer be your story. David, the king, suffered the setback. They plundered his family, took away children took away the wives and the bible says and david wept and cried like a baby all day until i had no more strength to cry but someone here the blessing of encouragement comes upon you today i curse the spirit of depression go in the name of jesus whatever has depressed your heart before today the hold of that spirit of depression is terminated over your life. I speak over you the spirit of divine encouragement. Strength from your innermost being. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I speak specifically to someone here who has lost things like, like, like David. I don't know what you have lost. A spouse, a child, a business. Whatever it may be that may have been lost. Money. I decree over you today, the Lord my God is bringing double for your shame. God is restoring double for your shame. In the name of the Lord Jesus, receive the spirit of encouragement. Receive grace for persistence. In the name of Jesus, you shall no longer be a quitter. In the name of the Lord Jesus, of speed. Isaac asked Jacob when he brought him the venison to receive the blessing. He said, my son, how come you, 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 you found it so quickly? Jacob said, because the Lord your God brought it to me. I decree over you today the blessing of speed. You will find it quickly. 
I said you will find it quickly. If it is a spouse, you'll find it quickly. If it is money, you'll find it quickly. If it is a child, you'll find it quickly. The Lord, my God, gives you speed. The same way your church is experiencing speed. I see speed in your life. This new season that shall be speed. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the name of the Lord Jesus. Number nine, the blessing of increased capacity. Increased capacity. Jabez prayed the prayer. Oh, that you bless me indeed. And enlarge my territory. Oh, I decree over someone here this morning the blessing of increased capacity. The blessing of enlarged territory. My God is enlarging your territory. I said my God is enlarging your territory. Receive new capacity. New capacity in business. New capacity in family. Capacity to capture vision. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Your mind shall not be small. I said your mind shall not be small. The world is your territory. The whole world is your territory. Somebody is going global. I said somebody is going global. If you can receive it, receive it. Somebody is going global. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive the blessing of increased capacity. In the name of Jesus. Bible says, dug a well and they stopped. And then they dug another one and they stopped. I'm still talking about the blessing of the Christian capacity. Then he dug the third well. And the Bible says they no longer struggled. There was no more, no, no more strife. And Isaac looked around and said, I call this place Rehoboth. The Lord has made room for us. Room for us. Room. The Lord is making room for you. I said, the Lord is making room for you. The Lord, my God, is making room for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you shall not be small. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lastly today, lastly today, number 10 and the last one, we'll continue at the what night service. And if you're in town, please don't miss it for anything. Because it's going to be a time of blessings into the new year with blessings. But lastly for this morning, the blessing of peace and health. Jeremiah 29 and verse 11. It says, for I know the thought that I think towards you. Says the Lord, thought of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Ezekiel chapter 37 and verse 26. Moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them, and it shall be an everlasting covenant with them. I will establish them and multiply them, and I will set my sanctuary in their midst forever. Glory to Jesus. The word peace in the Hebrew language is shalom. And our God is called Jehovah Shalom. Shalom simply means nothing missing, nothing broken. I decree in your life the remaining days of this year and as we step into 2016 nothing missing nothing broken peace in the name of Jesus peace in your body 
peace in your spirit, peace in your household, divine serenity, wholeness. In the name of Jesus, as I pronounce that blessing, I see sicknesses, sicknesses disappearing. Wave your hand to Jesus and receive your healing. Receive your healing right now. Receive your healing right now. Anyone who needs healing, healing is flowing in this house right now. The blessing of wholeness is here. The blessing of wholeness is here. The blessing of wholeness is here. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Someone listening to me right now, the spirit of fear just left you. You are not a slave to fear. You are a child of God. And God's got your back. So I speak peace over your heart. I challenge you this morning, that person who has allowed the spirit of fear, I challenge you this morning. I challenge you this morning. The Bible says, by taking thought for your life, how many George or COVID can you add to your life? And God says, I've got your back. I've got your back. So I declare over you, that business shall not fail. That marriage will not break up. In the name of Jesus. That child will not die. In the name of Jesus. That death shall be paid up fully. And you will still have abundance. In the name of Jesus. I speak to you by the Spirit of God. Fear disappear. In the name of Jesus. Peace in the name of Jesus. I said peace in the name of Jesus. Peace in the name of Jesus. Peace in the name of Jesus. Wave your hand to Jesus and celebrate him today. Father, we bless you. We give you glory and we give you praise. Wave your hands to him all over this place. The spirit of the Lord is here. I can feel him in this atmosphere. Father, we bless you. Father, we bless you. Father, we bless you. Somebody, I want you to just say it under your breath and bless. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. No devil can reverse it. I'm blessed. I am blessed. I'm a blessing. 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 Father, we thank you. Lift your two hands with me this morning. Lord, according to your word, you have declared today. And I thank you because there shall be a performance of the things that have been spoken. No word from you can fall to the ground. So we celebrate in advance the things that are ahead of us. And we give you glory and praise in the name of the Lord Jesus. Put your hands together and celebrate Jesus today. Come on, somebody, if you're blessed this morning, let heaven know, let heaven know that you are blessed.